really have to go back and listen to the previous podcast. I don't have time to enter into it, but I studied profusely and really uh, went over a lot of things in that previous study. You need to go back and listen to it so that you get where we're picking up today. Acts chapter 2 verse 27 in the preaching of uh, Peter on the day of Pentecost has been our foundational text and we keep reading it over and over again where he talks about Jesus' sacrifice and concerning what he did for us. And he says, quotes actually from the book of uh, Psalms, because you'll, need, you'll not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you give your Holy One to see corruption. And we said that the word Hades is the same word that's used for the hell of flames and torments that the wicked rich man was taken to in Luke chapter 16. And I've told you I'm reading from the New King James Version and it just transliterates the word Hades instead of translating it as hell. And Jesus went to hell in our place because he suffered for us what we should have had to suffer. And we saw Jesus' sufferings in Hades for us in Psalms 18 and also Psalms 88. And then we began studying Jonah chapter 2. And we'll look at it, just read it again. Bless God, it's so powerful that we need to just read it one more time. Verse 5 is where I'm going to pick up. Waters encompass me even to my soul. The depths closed around me. Seaweed was clinging, clinging to my head. I went down to the bases of the mountains. The earth with her bars were, was about me forever. But you brought my life up from the pit, O Jehovah my God. Now it's important that you understand that this is all referring to Jesus. When he went to hell for us, and we know it out of the very mouth of Jesus... And that this is prophetic utterance that's coming out of the prophet Jonah while he was in the belly of the great fish. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 40, For even as Jonah was in the belly of the huge fish three days and three nights, so shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. And we've discussed about the fact that the heart of the earth is not speaking about the grave. It's talking about the place that's called Hades or hell or the abyss. It's the place of torment. We looked at all of these words, that Jesus was in that lowest pit, the lowest hell for us. And in Hades, he, he calls God his God, regardless of the torment and the feigning of his soul. As it says then in verse 7 of Jonah chapter 2, When my soul fainted within me, I remember Jehovah and my prayer came to you, to your holy temple. And then he says, I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will fulfill that which I have vowed. And then he says, salvation, Yeshua, belongs to Jehovah. That's what it says in Hebrew. Look it up. Right from the midst of hell, Jesus offered the sacrifice of praise. Right in the middle of all the oppression and the pains of death. Jesus offered up this sacrifice of praise. And Psalms chapter 8 verse 2 says that praise will stop, cause to lack or fail, put down and away the enemy and the avenger. And we know that Psalms 8-2, Jesus actually quoted it in the New Testament. Jesus was speaking out by faith the defeat of all of hell with his praise. In hell... Jesus offers the sacrifice of praise, 
and God opened the prison doors of Hades for him. God loosed him from the pains or the birth pangs of death and brought him out, like Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and verse 24. And then he yells out boldly, as a blow to hell's intention of keeping him locked up. And he says, salvation, Yeshua, is of Jehovah. Hallelujah. And when Jesus spoke out like that, just like Jonah did, and actually he was speaking out his name in that word. God moved and acted on his behalf. You know, uh, his name was Yeshua in the Hebrew. And verse uh, chapter 2 and verse 10, And Jehovah spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Now where Jonah was concerned, he was vomited out unto dry land. Where Jesus was concerned, he was raised from the realm of the dead and was resurrected physically. He was vomited, Jesus, out of hell back into the land of the living. Glory to God. Now, I'm going to say something here that uh, you can go back and study. This word dry land is not the normal word for land, earth. It's the Hebrew word yabasha, and that Hebrew word is used only in the Bible. It's not used very many times, like about eight or ten times, uh, something like that, like about 10 times. And, and it's only used of when God does something miraculous, like the splitting of the Red Sea where they walked over on dry land. Like when God spoke in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and dry land appeared. You stop and meditate on that for a while because through a miracle, God deposited Jonah on dry land. And thank God through a miracle, God put Jesus back in his body and his body was resurrected from the dead. Glory to God. I'm telling you, Jesus went into hell speaking and confessing the word of God. And when Jesus spoke out powerfully that final phrase, Yeshua is of Jehovah, God responded from heaven. Did you know that? Oh, we saw it in, in uh, Psalms 18. God responded from heaven powerfully. You want to know what he said? Oh, we're going to study it. But he said, and you read it in the teaching of Paul, both in the book of Acts chapter 13 and also Hebrews chapter 1. And we'll go back and study it. But here it is. You are my son today. I have begotten you. And you read it, Acts 13, verses 34 and 35. And you'll find that Paul says this refers to when God raised Jesus from the dead. It is not a reference to, of when Jesus was born in the manger by the Virgin Mary. No, this is referring to when he was raised from the dead. Now, let me read it to you real quick. Acts 13, verse 34, so you don't think I'm just making stuff up, okay? As you've seen, I've given you a lot of scripture on this stuff, and I've taught you a lot of things from the Word over and over again, and uh, with a lot of references. Acts chapter 13, go down here to verse 33. Look at this. 
God fulfilled this for us, their children. Now watch. In that he has raised up Jesus, as it is also written in the second Psalm. Now I told you 34 and 35. Let me correct that. It's Acts 13, 33 and 34. Make that correction. Acts 13, 33 and 34. He said, God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus. Now notice this is talking about when he was raised from the dead. As it is also written in the second Psalm, you are my son. Today I have begotten you and that he raised him from the dead. No more to return to corruption. Now, do you see this? Both before and after this verse that he quotes from the Psalms, he, he lets us know this is a reference to when he was raised from the dead. This is not a reference to when Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. And this is important because the word begotten means birth. Jesus was born again right in the midst of hell. He became the pattern that you and I follow in the new birth when we make him Lord of our lives. And we're going to see that a whole lot clearer. And it is a powerful truth. Glory to God. We'll talk about it some more on our next podcasts.